check, 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 check. You on? Yeah, yeah. Hey. What up? What up? The most infamous. <laughs> the most infamous. Podcast. <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. Word. Yeah, I got um I got a lot of like I got a lot of Instagram DMs with like topics this week. I really? Got, yeah, it was mad people nice. emailing me. And I got stuff. one suggestion. I didn't get it. Yeah, I got like at least four. And I got like two or three emails. So the streets are talking? The streets are talking, man. Is it positive? It's positive. They just giving, you know, saying like, keep doing, keep it up. I got a suggestion. Why don't y'all talk about this? You know? So, yeah. Yeah, I got one from the homie uh, uh, Cesar Comanche, my guy from, you know, Mm -hmm. North Cacalaca. Right, right. He be hitting me with the joints every now and again. Yeah, we did one of his like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the the bad shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was his. How to not suck, you know? Uh, (laughs) Right. uh, I got a, I did get some good, uh, some good words via email like the yo mm. keep doing it yeah i'm inspired yeah it feels good yeah it man feels good. we're loved yeah in general in general <laughs> in general we're loved sometimes there are know. specific instances <laughs> sometimes the hatred can rear its ugly head yes where people d- disagree <laughs> right is it part of the game to say the least disagree yeah yeah just a little bit of a disagreement yeah, going on out touch. there little rumblings i'm hearing <laughs> Like is that the streets talking about me? Two days worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple days, a couple days of uh, descent in mm-hmm. the ranks. Yeah, had to squash them down like ISIS. Where? <laughs> you know, who you think this is? Afghanistan? Mm. Nah, family. <laughs> you know, yeah, man. I had to squash them down, man. They tried to run up in my spot, man. <laughs> Wow, y'all couldn't get through all of it, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, man. So you know, uh, what's up with you, man? Man, just chilling. Uh, yeah, just getting ready to start my pre-orders for my record. Mm. And um, that's real. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I I um I apologized to somebody last week. Oh, did you? Yeah, I started my official apology tour. Yeah, yeah. Word. <laughs> it word. went great. Oh, it went good. Man, it was awesome. That's cool. That's cool. You know, for those listening, you know, last week we talked about the power of apologies. Yes. And I was saying like, yo, man, I'm gonna end up calling some people after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Immediately, you know, I reached out to a couple people I've been meaning to holler at, and uh, you know, did that apology thing, man. Word. That's good. You know, man. it came from the heart. That's you good. know, it was something I, that's been on my mind for a long time and it was well received. That's good. You know, good. I reached out to another person mm-hmm. who I hope to meet up with this week mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, do the same. Cool, man. Make amends. Dope, dope. <laughs> you know? Weight lifted off the shoulders. Yeah, I feel better already. I feel lighter. Bro, I feel great. <laughs> nice. You know, that, that, was, that was like, because, you know, people don't have to accept it. Right, they don't. You Especially know. if it's been a minute. Yeah. It can get cold out there. It's gonna get real cold. I was expecting some some chilly weather. Okay, <laughs> so I was expecting the forecast to be a little more chilly. Well, okay, but I, so I thank people for having enough grace. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Yes, go ahead and apologize. Nice. I will. I will allow you to get that off. Nice. So nice. Uh, good. You know, it, it, it's been good, man. You know. Cool. So you know, our, our listens are up. Yeah. Streets is talking. Streets is streets is. Oof. We heavy in them streets, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Any hood tales? No hood tales this week? Uh, I don't think I had any this week, man. None. None this week, man. It's uh-huh. been quiet. In the, it's rained every day. Well, yeah. Yeah. It rained. Cats been in the house. Yeah. They've been in the house, you know? So, like, things things been great, man. That's you know? cool. So, I've been in the house just editing this movie. Where? Trying to finish it. I'm getting close. Nice. Got my color right. Nice. Looking crispy. Nice. Everybody, I'm working on a sound. Right. Post-production. And it sucks. <laughs> Post-production is awful, bro. Yeah. 
it's awful yeah it's it, like it's like the mixing and mastering part of the record but it's like double because not only do you have to do the visual mm-hmm. you have to do, do the audio yeah and the worst part is you got to do the audio with less tools than you have right for music mm-hmm. the audio tools for video are just now getting caught up to what we've been dealing with for years for audio huh. that's crazy yeah yeah like there's no equivalent of like ableton and time stretch and all these beautiful vst plugins they're just now starting to accept vst plugins on the video side wow that's crazy yeah i would i would have thought that it would have just been natural because some of the i mean a lot of the the video software that i've seen looks exactly like you know the you know daws that yeah. i've used so i would think it would be a natural translation no <laughs> Okay. absolutely not okay it just seems that way it just seems like it, it looks it looks it looks good you're like oh this looks like ableton right. this looks like pro tools right it's gonna be just like no no it's not okay. stop it okay <laughs> you get in there you're like oh this is not cool right automating anything is difficult oh really is automation hard in the uh that's that's one of the reasons i upgraded from final cut pro 7 to x mm-hmm. the automation is very much aligned with music now that i've okay. upgraded in the last month now i'm like okay mm-hmm. this is now getting close to what i'm used to in music okay where you can automate things easier i can use vsts you know it before i couldn't use a compression the vst compression i use for a compression on all my audio mm-hmm. stuff i couldn't use it in video is there a compress was there a compressor that you had though? they had one in there but it sucked yeah it was awful uh-huh. it didn't have like a graphical interface okay. you know because we can actually see yeah the signal and what we use. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. I adjust this and I can see the signal being affected. All right. No such thing in the old software I had. Oh, that's horrible. But now I'm on a block. I can't be stopped. Word. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, we here, man. Dope. Super duty. Dope. And uh, this week, man. This week, uh, everybody hates <laughs> Prince. Yeah, the title of this episode is <laughs> Fuck You Wale. Nah, I'm playing. It ain't called Fuck You Wale. It's called Everybody Hates <laughs> Print, man. Dang, yeah, like people's trying to get you to business this week. It's been an up and down week, man. Mm. Target been on my back. Yeah. I don't know why. Some things I say rub people the wrong way, I it think. It seems that way. I, I'm I trying to figure out if it's me or them. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a combination, I All guess. I can say is that feelings are definitely coming to the surface mm-hmm. and it's very intense outside uh, well you know so you know i've had to smack down many people yeah you know we're gonna talk about you know having one of those weeks where everybody hates you right and how you deal with it yeah how you bounce back from it <laughs> because you know i've had days where fools came from my neck mm-hmm but you know, this has been about three, four days in a row. <laughs> it's been, it's been on you. It's yeah, been, it's been coming at you. Y'all been looking over my shoulder now. Uh, got, me, got me paranoid out here. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where the next threat's coming from, man. Right. You know, I feel like a Vietnam vet out here, man. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> PTSD. Yeah, I got PTSD. Post traumatic Twitter syndrome. PTT. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, LA fans got me traumatized. Yeah, because yeah, I gotta hear this whole story. Because I don't even. Yeah, yeah I'll I, break it down. Yeah, I'm for sure you, you will. Yeah, because for those listening who who don't know what we're referencing, we'll talk about it in the first segment. But a lot of funny things went down this weekend, uh, and uh, that started this. Yeah, and so we'll talk about that. We're gonna talk about how to navigate these situations. We got like five rules, mm-hmm. you know, for for evaluating and and winning, coming out on top, because that's really awesome about. Right. Yeah. Of course. You know, I'm not taking. No L's out I'm not here. trying to take no L's. And we don't want our listeners taking no L's. So uh, 
we're gonna talk about you know why everybody hates print <laughs> and how to win <laughs> right we'll be right back we got you stuck off the realness the most infamous you heard of us official podcast murderers the show comes equipped with few points to share grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow so go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode you're not alone in this world cousin so we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to they spread gossip but they never come close to i can hear it inside their tone they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Dog, you don't even understand. You don't understand how, I mean, he got a million followers, dog. No, he got 5.41 million followers. Oh, so they was going in on you? How many motherfuckers was coming for my throat because of this tweet? Yeah, like, because um, Unknown John Z hit me up like, yo, what up, fam? You peaked Prince Twitter this weekend? It's pure comedy. I'm like, oh, shit. What's going on? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, man. When Cass is hitting me up like, yo, did you peak Prince Twitter? I know, it's, I know it's real. Yeah, it was, it was as the kids say, lit. <laughs> As you say, my Twitter timeline was lit. Twitter was lit yeah, this weekend. Man. So, you know, everybody hates Prince. Yeah, hey, we back. We back in the building. Story number one. Man. All right. You know, let me, I'm going to break it down. All right. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so you can understand how this whole thing started. All right. So this whole thing started because of the LeVar Ball situation. Okay. Now, for those who don't know, LeVar Ball is a father. He has three sons. One who played for UCLA this year and is about to go pro. Two, that's an incoming freshman at UCLA, and another one that's a 15-year-old uh, sophomore. Mm-hmm. His sons are rated like the the highest-rated players in high school. All three of them. All three of them. Yeah. And his his senior his son who played one year at UCLA is forecast to go either one through three yeah. in his draft choice. So it's been a lot of his father's been everywhere. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Pubbing up their brand. They have their own brand, and what they're doing is revolutionary to me because they instead of taking a quick Nike check. Or instead of taking, you know, a Reebok sponsorship deal or whatever from one of the big three, Nike, mm-hmm. Reebok, Adidas, they decided that we want to have our own brand. Mm-hmm. We're going to wear our own sports line. We're going to promote our own sports line. And because if colleges like UCLA and NCAA are able to exploit my sons, then why can't my sons and our family have our own family owned brand where we sell our own apparel, right. market and promote it? So that we can, you know, have a more equitable return on what we put. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to being just one other athlete with right. a shoe deal for Nike, mm-hmm. but not even having your own signature shoe. Right. And so uh, that's been getting a lot of people's attention. People are focusing a lot, though, on the father and how they feel the father's. He's loud. He's boisterous. He's mm-hmm. an idiot. He's dumb. He's this. A lot of insults towards his dad for believing in his sons. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to what some would say it's an extreme 
extent, but I'm just like, I know what he's doing because I, I see the marketing in it. Yeah, I understand it too. Yeah, I yeah. see like, you can't live in a world where Donald Trump wins, you say he's crazy, mm-hmm. you don't understand why he's so popular, where Kanye West, you say he's crazy, mm-hmm. and then you don't understand why he's so popular, and then in walks LeVar Ball, mm-hmm. and you still act confused like you don't see the pattern. Mm-hmm. This is my, you know, <laughs> right. we see this and uh-huh. we know like, okay, he's not an idiot. Right. He's not some fool. They may be underestimating this man, but he played pro sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeVar Ball, his, his wife, their son, she was a six foot tall starting NCAA basketball player herself. Mm-hmm. His father, uh, LeVar Ball, started a, a fitness company. His net worth is $4.5 million already. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking to somebody like that who's built something from this, the ground up, right. he's not waiting for a check for Nike. Right. He's teaching his sons to have the ownership mentality as opposed to the employee mentality. Right. This is what I love about it. Mm-hmm. But if you say you like him now, people will attack you. He's stupid. He's, he's obnoxious. He's going to ruin his career for his sons is what people are saying. But I see it a little bit differently. Stupid I th- people don't win. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just saying, like, you can't be stupid and continue to win. Exactly, but they would rather they would rather tell you that Donald Trump is is mentally retarded mm-hmm. than to admit that he's actually kind of smart. Right. That he, that he's actually smart, not only because he made it to be the president, but based on his business successes in the past. Yeah. Whether you agree with his policies or not. Right. There's he's no. He's not an idiot. No. Clearly, he's smart. That's what I'm saying. So basically, last so this whole thing started because last week. They announced, I think it was on Friday, after all week they had talked about, well, LeVar Ball ruins his son's Nike deal. His son, Nike, Adidas, and Reebok have passed on Lonzo Ball because they didn't want to do a co-branding deal with the Ball family's brand, right? Now, people are saying, this is, see, there he go. He messing up again. That's what they say. And I say, how do you know that's what he wanted? He never said he, that's what he wanted. Right. All along, he said, this is my family brand. We want either a partnership or we're going to own our stuff outright. Mm-hmm. We're not taking no employee single payoff deals like this rest of these people. And he wanted the partnership. The partnership, if it would have went through, was going to be worth like a couple billion dollars I or mean, some, some, some crazy. It, it, it's better than a, a check. It's like being a partner with someone means you have equal ownership and right. risk and in reward. Right. Employee means you may get paid a one-time fee, mm-hmm. an hourly fee, yeah. and sent home. And you can get fired. Yes. <laughs> when you're an employee, you can get fired. Yes. If your partnership ends, you can take your business model to a different entity. You got to get bought out if you're a partner. Yes. You can't get fired. No. No, you can't fire you. Yeah, that's right? different. And so uh, so they announced, so after the, on the heels of this, uh, of this uh, shoe announcement, mm-hmm. Twitter and every sports... Um, channel on the web is going crazy because they announce his shoe and say this shoe costs 495 dollars yeah which is a lot it's a lot Mm -hmm. but as i told people on my facebook the price of the shoe is the marketing for the shoe Mm -hmm. the price is is exactly what made every news outlet talk about it exactly they're debating it even right now is Mm -hmm. it worth it is it not at the end of the day we you know i know anyone common sense knows a $500 shoe is a luxury item. Mm-hmm. The average American, there's a study that came out a little while ago, said 63% of Americans don't have $500 saved up for an emergency fund. All right. 
63%. Let alone for a pair of shoes. You, you see where I'm going with this. <laughs> right. So his shoes are clearly not for the average American. Right. And I don't have a problem with him setting that price because I know that for one thing, he's not getting any money from anybody else. Mm-hmm. He's putting up his own money. He and his family are going to probably be the ones sitting there boxing up and shipping out these orders. Right. You know, and I'm all for that. How many jobs will be created because they decided to go into business and that helps them and their family and possibly a future generations? Mm. I'm with that. Right. That's me. You know, I'm with that. So I'm not tripping on a price because I know the marketing side and I know the business side. Like it makes sense to do a pre-order for your son's shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't come out till November. Mm-hmm. But now you got he's getting uh, there was there was a sports analyst that said, look, the press that this man is getting is equal to uh, uh, five hundred million dollars of press. Mm-hmm. Because there was a, for eight hours straight, his name, his son's name and the name of their shoe were the top three trending topics on Twitter. And that takes a lot without spending a dollar. All right. Just talking, just setting the <laughs> price and releasing a little video. Now, I don't see no fools doing that. All right. It's a lot of unintelligent people in America. I don't see them doing that. Mm-hmm. So to me, you know that that was that's the context of this conversation so i see a tweet that comes across my time well so so you got all these people on twitter so now because he, he set the price who are saying well 495 dollars is too much mm-hmm. i can't well, we're not buying those he hasn't been drafted yet it's natural right so people are gonna you're gonna get some backlash mm-hmm. but people are talking he knows he would have never got people to talk about it if he just set the price for a hundred dollars right fifty dollars right no one would have cared about a $50 pay less shoe, you know what I'm saying? Or a, sh- a shack shoe that's in Walmart. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have done anything. Oh, yeah, he got a shoe with whatever's in Walmart. Anyway, I get it. So um, I see a tweet come across my. N- no, someone says. Uh, so I, LeVar Paul posts and he says uh, he only got maybe five tweets to his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of his tweets says, if you can't afford the ZO2, you're not a baller. You're not a big baller, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And, you know, I read the tweet and I imagine him saying it in his voice. Right. You know, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Right. right? But then I see this tweet from Wale where Wale says. You shouldn't be shaming kids who can't afford to buy your shoes like that. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan never shamed people who couldn't afford them or made fun of them and ridiculed them. Mm -hmm. And he's chastising LeVar Ball Mm -hmm. and all his fans are piling on. And I see the the tweet, and I'm just like, you know that that feeling you get when you you have something to say. Right. Like, Should I say this? Uh huh. And so you know, I I, I couldn't hold it, so mm-hmm. I, I I I retweeted him, but I only did it for you know for my people. And my tweet was, um, man who blew up with a song promoting two hundred dollar Nike boots, now concerned about kids feeling insulted they can't afford things. The irony. Oh, here you go. <laughs> That's what started it? Yeah. Really? That's, That's it. it? That's what started it. Okay. So, lo and behold, now I've seen, I saw many people quote, uh, you know, retweet Wale's tweet. Mm-hmm. And they were saying stuff like, you know, because he, he said, he was like, what about the kids that look up to your sons? You don't have to insult them. Mike never insulted people who couldn't afford his kicks. Mm-hmm. Now, from other people, I might have thought that was okay, but from Wale, mm-hmm. whose signature song 
mm-hmm. was called Nike boots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In which the video he wore Nike boots mm-hmm. and the chorus said flyer than the rest of them still got my Nike boots. Mm-hmm. How are you promoting? And I own a pair of Nike boots. Mm-hmm. I bought them in 0607 downtown Seattle. They were around $185, $200. I know what they cost. How are you mad at someone for selling a luxury item who they never said was for kids when you already pimped yourself out for Nike? Yeah. You did the same thing 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now you're claiming to have to be morally superior to the, the Ball family for saying they want to sell a shoe for $500. Yeah. These rappers like Wale mm-hmm. brag about wearing $500 shoes. Yeah. $1,000 jeans every fucking song yeah they do this is true it's true so i tweeted it i didn't think nothing about it yeah i, I wake up the next morning <laughs> it was all bad right firestorm it was a firestorm of hatred uh-huh, uh-huh. i looked at my mentions and they were in shambles my notifications <laughs> my notifications look like the iraq war man it's like motherfuckers were storming my notifications hundreds this man has 5.4 million mm-hmm. followers on, on Twitter. He retweeted it, responded. Oh, he responded to you too? He, he responded to what me like two say? or three times. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> well, we got to hear what he said back. He said, uh, <laughs> he said, he said, did I insult kids? You're not listening, so STFU. So shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I responded to that. Uh-huh. So I said, all you rap about is experience expensive consumer goods people can't afford now you're mad at lavar ball you're a hypocrite wale he responded again Uh, (laughs) wow and then i also said when you were dropping free mixtapes advertising 200 dollars nike boots how many of your fans could afford them not many if any wow okay (laughs) so i'm giving him that work He's already responded to me. It's getting hot, though. Yeah, the hood getting is getting hot. hot. I'm looking around. I'm looking at my mentions. <laughs> People are starting to, you know, to see this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't think nothing of it at the time. And then he responded again. He says, Nike boots isn't about Nike boots, cuz. And my fans will destroy your mentions for even saying that, too. Which is basically him telling them to get me. Right. Sick them. <laughs> Sick him. Get him. Uh, hey, y'all, get this guy. You know, he's in two. I didn't say that if you can't afford them. And so I responded. <laughs> it's an advertisement for a $200 pair of boots, whether you or your dumbass fans can admit it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you promote what people can't afford. <laughs> oh, man. And it's true. It's true. You rap about Bentley's. Most of your fans got Camrys, dog. I mean, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. <laughs> the rest we should say is history. Right. As soon as I fired that one off, boy, <laughs> he, he quoted that one too. He quoted oh. all my tweets. And uh, man. So his punk ass fans, they, they went in oh on you. Oh my God. Every 30 minutes, man, it was like 50 to 100 people just insulting me, getting on me, like really, really trying to, to, to take your boy out. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and that's how it all started. You know, so I'm seeing it. So at first I was like, what do I do? Right. This is new. You know, like I've <laughs> I've never been here before. 5.4 million though. Like 
5.4 million right. followers though right you tell them to get me okay i see how you plan right so, <laughs> so uh so at first I, and i remember this dude he had a, a quote this dude i follow named handy mayhem on twitter he had a quote one time i thought it was hilarious because he he trolls quite a bit mm-hmm. and he said uh he said when things like this happen he said you either gotta log off or tweet through it Mm-hmm. He said, "Ain't no crying on Twitter. Yeah, ain't no crying on Twitter." <laughs> nah. And I was like, "Yo, I either gotta log off or tweet through it." So you tweet? You I tweeted my way through it, man. Way through. I came out with this the Thor of Hammer on these fools, man. I just started knocking them <laughs> back. I started busting heads. I just immediately, I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna let these fools just come at me like this." Wow. You know, so like. The, the 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 responses and just dudes were just saying all this stuff and I was like oh man this this is crazy you know and uh but basically I was just killing these dudes you know so dudes were saying you know he was rapping about the culture and blah 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 but the the, the thing that really what does the culture have to do with Nike <laughs> to the, that's the crux of the disagreement you know what I'm saying? right like, yeah what does the culture have to if he's rapping about the culture why is the song called Nike Boots <laughs> kind of fishy huh. So that's the whole thing. Like people, because it's him, they don't want to admit that there's product placement that's being used on them. That this whole thing. And he even, this is, okay, there's another quote where he basically admitted getting a check from Nike. Of course. Because I was about to say, I'm sure he ain't paid for his Nike boots since that song. He got a check. He got a check. (laughs) Dog, there's one where he said, where is his quote at? He said something like, "Well, well, since you pressed about it, I did get a check from Nike right before I signed my deal. Come on, Chief. Come on, man. So how are you not a hypocrite? <laughs> how are you any different? Than, than, how are you any different? Than, yeah. I mean, the way you're different is because you're getting pinned by them and they got their own shit. Exactly. They can set whatever price they want. It's they, theirs. Thank you. Thank you. And, and LeVar Ball can set his price because he put up his money. But he's an owner, and mm-hmm. here you are ostracizing him. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I didn't like. I didn't care that Wale took a check from Nike. Actually, right. I didn't because rappers have been in beds with yeah. with, with businesses from my Adidas to yeah. Fila to Air Force Ones. We know that's prevalent. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. I only care that as someone who did it mm-hmm. and blew up with it, it basically got signed off of this. That he of all people would chastise someone for making and promoting a luxury product to people who who can't afford it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's right. like yo you're 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 not promoting this to poor people the price lets you know that he wasn't right you know what i'm saying so his responses getting all defensive about it i could tell he was heated because my original tweet started taking off a little bit mm-hmm. and then i was like oh first i was like oh it's only got one or two retweets mm-hmm. then it got up to like 25 30 and then here come wale nah cuz <laughs> wow so you know this whole thing started so so the all of that night it was just fools just going in oh my god just trying to just insult me man you know because his fans they not hey man i disagree with you mm-hmm. that's not how they come at you nah they, they yeah. hit you with you you bitch ass fuck ass punk ass faggot ass bitch ass hoe ass nigga you ain't shit i hate you i'll shoot you in the face like this yeah. is how they address you <laughs> It's like them saying what up. Yeah, that's the what up to them. <laughs> that's greetings from right. an average Wale fan. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. 
That's crazy. You know, so, uh, you know, I learned some things, man. But hold on. I'm going to read some of these tweets. These are just the ones that came in right before you got here. Oh, okay. You know, this right. Is right before you got here, man. Right. So, so people so people at home can, can see the, the extent of this. This is the still same response to one of my tweets. This dude said, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm reading this verbatim. I know, that's why it's so funny. Go ahead. Bitch, the whole city could afford Nike boots back in the day because we all had them, just like we all got New Balance. It's a DC thing. That's him. Next one. Nigga, fuck you. Wow. That's it. (sighs) Next one. You dumb as fuck looking for a reason to make him look bad. But your stupid ass don't even know what the song is actually about. Okay. Next one. Nigga, you ain't even from the 202. (laughs) So you ain't even get the message in Nike boots. It wasn't about Nike boots. And then. (laughs) And nigga, Nike boots wasn't even $200. We all had them joints. If it's not about Nike boots, the whole song is called Nike boots. Then why call it Nike boots? <laughs> it, it seems very obvious to me. Come and you, on, man. It seems very obvious, right? Come on, man. This is the last one, I think. You played yourself. Nike boots song wasn't an advertisement. You ain't from the city, Mo. Fall back. <laughs> wow. All right, man. So this is the first. This is why everybody hates print right now. <laughs> so those who see, looked at my Twitter shit know that you know i've been giving these fools to work all weekend you mm. know but uh it all started because of that first tweet wow and uh i've learned some things yeah, i'm sure you have <laughs> i'm sure you have good and bad i'm sure and we want to talk about those things now you know we're going to talk about navigating these situations because we have multiple situations like this happening all at the same time yeah this is crazy and um <laughs> You know, I don't have to check my horoscope, man. Something funny going on in the universe. <laughs> right. You know, maybe maybe something awesome is about to happen to me. Yeah, we'll see. You know, because uh, people got a weird energy out there. Yeah. And, uh, in. and they say, you know, I mean, if you make people feel something, you're doing, you're doing all right. Yeah, I mean, shoot. How many tweets have you got? Have, have you gotten that many responses to ever? Man, this is up there. My last, the last three days, my Twitter impressions right. are incredible. Yeah, I'm sure. Fools are t- are tweeting me and retweeting me just to say they hate me. Right. Dog, this dude sit on there. He said, "I want to slap this nigga in the face so bad." <laughs> <laughs> and he retweeted you. Yes. That's, I mean, I, hey. he said, "I hate this nigga. He doing the most." <laughs> the shit is funny once you once you get over the initial shock of people just (laughs) saying the absolute worst things about you right it becomes hilarious it becomes really really hilarious then you're just like you know what i'm gonna keep talking my shit i'm gonna ride this (laughs) i'm gonna ride this wave baby (laughs) (laughs) we riding this the wheels fall off fuck all (laughs) y'all yeah bring it so that's what happened you know i just i started switching like whoa wait a minute they're not being very nice Mm -hmm. so uh i'm not gonna be nice to them either yeah why not (laughs) why not go back so that's that situation so we should we talk about what i learned from it man yeah man what you should we take a break we've been gone for about we'll take take a a break break. and we'll we'll come back and talk about what i learned from this situation and we'll talk about another couple little uh fires that are brewing at the same time as this (laughs) and i will be right back over the last several months as the podcast has been growing people have been asking how they can support 
the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Hey, man. Yo, so, uh, yeah, we back. Back in a place. So, so... Uh, just read some of these tweets. It's hilarious. So, what'd you learn, Brent? What'd you oh, learn? Man, I learned a couple lessons, man. <laughs> this what'd is what learn? I learned from you, you know. Learn? Number one lesson mm. is that people approach you in different ways when they disagree with you. Mm. But the most important thing is that you won't know until you hear them out. Right. So, like, there are people who coming at me crazy. So, a lot of the stuff I didn't retweet was like the most blatantly well the stuff i did requeet was some of the most blatantly flagrant disrespect mm-hmm. but some of the stuff i didn't retweet on there was people who came at me with common sense right to have a discussion mm-hmm. you know like, look man i disagree you, you just wrong bro this is why mm-hmm. those engagements i kind of i didn't necessarily feel the need to retweet them because it was cordial right you know i was like this is cool they're not a problem but what i I learned you know or was reminded of was like the the number one you have to hear people out right and it's not just about like you know me versus wale it's about this issue and that uh everybody just because a hundred people are attacking me Mm -hmm. doesn't mean i have to assume that all of them are and disrespect all of them 
for the you know disrespect the next one just because the first hundred did right and so there were people there were some good engagements on here between me between my fans and as you look at my timeline you'll see that while this craziness is going on me and my fans are having a great conversation about consumerism right yeah i saw that and culture right like while this ignorance is going on we're talking about what it means in a way that the people who were coming at me aggressively couldn't even see mm-hmm. i was hoping that they would see that right and see that it's not just you know what i'm saying like me feeling that way is not just me trying to get reactions from them right but it, but in, i mean in their eyes it's just blind you know hate blind hate yeah like you know they're just coming to wale's defense just because yeah they have no they have they don't care about what your point is yeah you know they have they're not hearing you out you know mm-hmm. what i mean so they don't they have no they don't care as long as <laughs> as long as they can defend wale in the 202 yes you know what I mean? <laughs> it don't matter what your point is it don't matter what consumerism yeah. is and you know all of that stuff they don't care yeah yeah and you know it, it also what it also reminded me of and maybe i didn't even know was like to us as an outsider we see someone do a song like that we don't live there mm-hmm. he's not our local hero right to us we're not in the video mm-hmm. to us it's very blatant that this is product placement mm-hmm. that this is a song written to get license either to get licensing or to get a check right right to to uh from nike at some point yeah, it's no different than Pastor Cavassier yeah. by Buster Rhymes. It's no on. different. No different than my Adidas. Yeah, straight up. Uh, no right? different. And we're not penalizing it for that. We just recognize it that. What I learned was that the local loyalty that they have to him mm-hmm. makes it hard for them to see that. Yeah. They have a, a bit of a cognitive dissonance. You know, they can they love him, but they don't want to admit that this song that they cherished and considered about them mm-hmm. wasn't. That it was product placement. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the reason that they're so mad at me right now. Like right. they're still angry. Like if I were to if at, at the end of this podcast, I'll probably have another 15, 20, mm-hmm. you know, responses. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll see that tweet just flying around getting quoted like you a sucker. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Bitch ass motherfucker. Like this is this is yeah. like this shit is all over the fucking web. It's hilarious. Wow. But you know, the people like that, you know, they almost mess up the engagement for uh the people who do want to talk about it so you know that 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 was my number one thing man it's like hear people out before you respond Mm -hmm. so before i even started responding the responses you see i didn't start responding like that until you know i might had 50 to 100 Mm -hmm. yeah after you started seeing like what the yeah what the timber of you know everything is oh they hate me (laughs) right right let let me respond accordingly right they're not being friendly yeah hmm Okay, yeah. I remember how to respond to this. Right, how to proceed? Yeah, it's been a while. Let me just, yeah, you know, straight up, <laughs> you know. So uh, that was number one, man. We can do number two too, man. Evaluate intent mm-hmm. because the, after you you listen to people out, there are some people, and this is this is a story about evaluating intent. There was this chick who came over there, and I made a tweet yesterday, like even Wale's fat fans are trying to roast me, mm-hmm. you know, because <laughs> this big girl just came and she immediately just started. She didn't say nothing about Wale. Mm, she just she went for your nothing, neck. Yes. Nothing about the song, nothing about my tweet. It was just like, your music is trash. You ugly. You old. Your shirt is ugly. <laughs> no one knows you. Uh-huh. You look like my granddad. I would never fuck with you. Like mm-hmm. she was like, just roasting me uh-huh. i didn't know what was going on for a minute 
Because <laughs> I was like, why? Who's this woman that's just roasting me out the blue? Like, she, But she was going back to back to back to back with the tweets. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even really waiting for me to respond, mm-hmm. you know? And then I, so then eventually, and that's when I was like, damn, even fat Wale fans is trying to roast me on here. Uh-huh. And then I looked and I was like, yo, is she just trying to have a roasting session with me right now? <laughs> <laughs> And so, so then I, I started defending myself, and I just capped back on her, you know, kill her with the first one. She's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you trying? Okay, I hear you know." So then she capped back. Then I just started just like getting her, you know. Mm-hmm. By by my second or third tweet, I was just killing her with fat jokes that <laughs> she she had to give me props. She she had to give it up, you know. By the end, she's like, "Boy, you silly," you know. <laughs> you know so and we became cool. And I was like, yo, why you coming at me so hard though? She was like, she's like, look, man, everybody already told you you wrong. You you you, you don't need to hear that from me. I just decided I was coming in and jonesing on you. I was just coming in with jokes. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah that's... I could totally respect that uh-huh. out of all the people. Because at first though, it threw me off. I couldn't, I didn't know her intent. I was like, is she just that mad? Mm-hmm. Is she trying to be, because you know, it's hard to judge things like sarcasm and humor sometimes. Yeah. You know? Through text messaging on Twitter and, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so I eventually, you know, I saw her tweets and I'm like, yo, man, I'm about to just roast this chick because mm-hmm. she's really getting out on me mm-hmm. and it's getting uncomfortable. I just can't <laughs> let nobody win like this. <laughs> That's funny. As hell. You know, so there's a couple of joints. I'm going to see if, if I got a couple of her, man. But it was so the people who read it uh, were probably like, damn, Prince is really like uh, he's really roasting his fat girl. But they didn't see the shit that she wrote me originally you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and so uh her first her one of her this was maybe her second or third tweet it was omg shut the fuck up you're annoying old ass man with nothing else better to do long long ass shit boy <laughs> <laughs> what is that dog this that's why i have to read these tweets because people don't get it unless i read this uh, shit they don't know the level of things that were coming at me that i was responding to my response was if you don't like me i got a song called big girls need Two that i think you will uh-huh. that i think you will like uh-huh. and then she said your followers are all spam my response was just like your diet <laughs> <laughs> and she came back with I'm not on a diet, but your nose definitely needs one. <laughs> Fat as shit, boy. <laughs> My response was, you're not on a diet? You don't say. <laughs> Her response was, no one cares about you or your shitty ass music. Get a fucking life. I said, you don't have to be mean. I can tell you're twice the woman my last girlfriend was. <laughs> So wow. now I'm just getting, I'm getting hot now. Just, right. I'm getting in the zone. Right. You know what I'm saying? With the fat jokes. So then she said, uh, I shouldn't be arguing with seniors. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nor should I be arguing with people who could have a heart attack at any moment. <laughs> Lord knows your sweat already smells like Crisco. <laughs> oh, shoot. She, her response was, is fat the only joke you have? I said, is eating the only thing you do? (laughs) (laughs) She came back and said, you aren't even on Wale's level. Nigga, no one knows you. My response was, you aren't even in Wale's weight division. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> she says, I've talked about your music, age, and looks. Only thing you can say is that I'm fat. My response was, I'll stop roasting you for being fat when you stop being fat. <laughs> <laughs> then I said, when you use the crying emoji, I imagine chicken grease coming out of your eyes. <laughs> She responded, oh, that one hit home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I said, you're getting tired already, huh? I know your fingers are sweating from sight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then she said, and she hit me with the clapping. She clapped, said, how long it take you to think of that? I said, as long as it takes you to finish two plates of food from the Chinese buffet. In other words, super fast. <laughs> wow, man. And she said, someone must be helping you. I'm proud of that comeback. Finally, you getting a little funny. <laughs> I said, I don't need any help with you. Like, you don't need any help finishing your food. <laughs> oh, man. She said, I don't even eat Chinese, but that shit's funny. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll leave you alone, man. You was roasting me heavy for a second, so I had to fire back. <laughs> oh, oh, that's hilarious. But that's the kind of shit that, I'm, that people don't know. <laughs> that is good stuff. Yeah, man. It's so real, man. But, you know, it took me a minute to evaluate her intent. Right. That's number two. Because at first I was like, she's just being mean. Mm-hmm. Why? She's not even, she don't even want to debate. She's not like the other people. Well, at least they'll say, you dead wrong, and they'll hit me with a bunch of expletives, mm. and they'll just slide off, right. you know? So she just came with jokes, and I was just like, what? Why is this girl roasting me like this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about my nose. Everything, man. It was hilarious. <laughs> so then once I started winning, she's just like, yeah, we good. That's funny. That's cool. <laughs> so That's it wasn't cool. all bad, you know? Right. And it wasn't all bad. But you know that? It made me think, like, look, some people, they're going to engage you differently because then, then eventually she was like, look, I just came at you like that because I already know you got hundreds of people telling you that you know they mm-hmm. don't agree with you so i just try to be original and just start capping on you because fuck it yeah <laughs> that's just how we do <laughs> <laughs> why not yeah and then once i saw that it was like cool because while this exchange was going on between me and her some other dude was like yo man why are you being mean to the big girls or some shit like that. i was like look trust me and her good mm-hmm. we good we just you know we, we roasting each other but there ain't no problems right. it ain't going beyond that you know and uh, i was like you look at the shit she's writing me like don't think that she's not dishing this shit out right i'm winning right now right <laughs> the but, beginning yeah, yeah yeah i was coming from behind <laughs> yeah yeah it was a come from behind victory for sure <laughs> like like I, I ended up winning like 100 to 20 but it, i started out 20 to 1 you know yeah. so i was down 20 points to 1 yeah that's funny <laughs> well you know that's number two man shit you want to take a break yeah we can take a break all right <laughs> what's up everybody blueprint here to remind you that my latest project the Vigilante Genesis EP is available right now on Weightless Recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock, which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this EP is for you. Vigilante Genesis is available on signed CD blue vinyl and deluxe digital 
exclusively at waitlist.net. So order your copy today. Thanks again for your support. <laughs> Word. Back in the building. The most infamous, man. <laughs> we gotta be the most infamous. Yeah, gotta be. <laughs> Everybody hates print. Everybody, Everybody, yeah, Everybody hates print episode, man. Everybody, yeah. man. So yeah, we're gonna get into another example of this, man. And this is this is one for me and a logic, I guess, because uh, you know, we just read in the comments of people who disagree with us. And so we're gonna start with this one. And this one is a little different because this one is not quite as aggressive right. as the last segment. This one is from a SoundCloud follower. What's her name? Um Madame Madame um, Ibliss. Iblis. 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 So shout out to you. Um, you know, we read your comment obviously yeah 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 and uh this is her comment was in response to our episode about um chance the rapper right mm -hmm. uh and did he make a mistake by donating a million dollars or whatever two million dollars to the chicago public school system right and uh you know this is this is a different kind of disagreement but it's important for us to talk about so that people can hear that the way people disagree with you comes in many forms right and this goes back to what you just said about how people approach you and you know their intent yeah you, you got to be able to judge intent you don't want to just respond to people with a canned response right because it, sometimes people are looking for something different and sometimes they just want to engage you mm -hmm. and have you further explain what you said yeah, so conversation. i'll let uh illogical take this one. all right word so um Okay, so she said, how dare you play the blame teacher game and be anti-union slash labor? Mm. One teacher works the job of two or three teachers. Charters are stealing public funds for private Wall Street-owned companies that pay teachers $10,000 less per year mm. and increase ghettoization of, re of the regular school of, of the regular public schools because they cherry pick their students, leaving special ed and English as the second language learners. Um, make social promotion they make social promotion illegal the way that counselors that way counselors will stop enrolling students into the next grade level despite failing their classes it's beyond disgusting that you blame teachers for public <clears throat> for public education being underfunded and not enough teachers <laughs> when not enough teachers are hired thank you for demonizing teachers instead of thanking teachers for working 12 to 13 hours a day and only getting paid for six Bars. 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 She came for the throat. Hey man. Sound like she uh <laughs> she has something to say. Yeah, I think I think we upset her a little bit. A little bit. Just, Just a little, little touch. That might be the longest comment in Super Duty Tough Work Sound. Oh, it history. definitely was. I don't think we got anything that long. Like she she did not mince any words. It definitely was. Choice words for the kids. Definitely. So uh yeah, then there's my response. <clears throat> where, where where is your we response? Had a response? Look look right underneath that first one. It'll be a line underneath there. Uh, what's chance? Oh, uh, <laughs> and this was the response. Really? No, you you sound really triggered. That was the response. And then she came back. <laughs> I don't think she was happy with that response. I don't think so either. I don't think so. Because she came back like, really? That's all you could come up with <laughs> for blaming teachers for overcrowded classrooms? Yeah, she was giving me that work, boy. <laughs> She came back with another paragraph, yeah. oh man. Oh my God, she can't. She had so many bars on oh. deck. She wasn't done. Nah, she wasn't done. All right, really, that's all you could come up with after blaming teachers for overcrowded classroom and hence working job of two or three teachers. LOL. Keep being, 
Shills. What is that? Um, shills. Shills. Yeah. Shills, shills for for Wall Street companies that um, do not give a damn about education. Princeton University's decade long research revealed that charters are not actually raising test scores. For shame that you support the ghettoization of public schools. Damn. <laughs> by stealing public funds for private charter companies that are not democratic. Mm. They cherry pick their students. She's kind of repeating stuff. Yeah. They cherry pick their students leaving regular schools with the challenge of teaching severely underperforming students while they have it easy, ignorantly uh, par- parroted? I mean, parroted? Um, yeah, okay. parroted the lies of pro Raw Street and charter propaganda. Mm. Okay, so she came back with more bars. Yeah, man, she just hit fire. fire. She's not done yet. She's not right? done. There's okay. still more. There's still more. There's still more. She just kept kept it coming. Teachers need support, not scapegoating for the underfunding and mismanagement of public education. For shame. This is her. I think she loved that. For shame. For shame. <laughs> for shame that shame you two. Shame on you two. <laughs> for shame that you two are propagating the demonization the of public demonization school teachers. The demonization of the public school system by you. <laughs> Ignoramuses. Uh, rather than some appreciation for the fact that they're overly exploited. Where's your respect, <laughs> teachers? Every profession that has awful slackers. What? Every profession has some awful slackers, but at least in Cali, good luck trying to get away with slacking when your teach when your teacher needs to work 12 to 13 hours a day, seven days a week due to overcrowded classrooms. This is why there uh, there is 50% teacher dropout rate in their first few years of teaching because it sucks right more teachers hired smaller class sizes better teachers learning learning teaching more teachers hold on better teachers uh hold on where am i at more teachers hired equals smaller class sizes better teaching slash learning a better teaching slash learning experience it's not rocket science so instead of charters stealing funds away from Wall Street stockholders, how about you support teachers unions and demand more support teachers be hires and more schools built more with schools smaller built. class sizes smaller and better quality educational experience for both the teachers and the students. Whew. Yeah, so she um she gave us that. She work. she didn't really like what we had to say. She had a lot of choice words. Yeah, lot. lots lots of choice words. But it, but it's not a bad conversation. It's it's, not it's at engaging. All. Yeah. It's an engaging. There was a couple flare-ups where with the first shame <laughs> How dare you? You, right. you know, you could read it and you picture her finger wagging right. at us like, right. how dare you? Right. For shame. Right. But I, yeah, she was relatively civil. Mm-hmm. I think that was his passion. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, it's a passionate subject, man. It is. And, uh, you know, we dedicated quite a bit of that episode to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're a parent. Mm-hmm. You know, you have kids in the public school system. I do. And uh, I, th- I think we presented uh, in that episode uh we did do like a a a pros and cons didn't we i believe where you did the pluses of why it was a good idea while i did it Mm -hmm. and i tried to i played uh devil's i did the opposite right Mm -hmm. of why it's a bad yeah why it was a bad and that's how we got into that issue i mean i don't remember everything we said so just to address her comment i will say this thank you for your comment yeah we appreciate it we appreciate that you know what i mean like i mean all jokes aside we joke when we listen to this Mm -hmm. but you know because it's entertainment Mm -hmm. but um I, I listen to you. It's serious. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's nothing that I haven't saw and considered. In fact, I would say that my position on the school teacher thing started or was aligned with her probably perfectly a couple years back. Mm-hmm. 
then I, I read other things and then I decided and sat and I said, you know, and maybe I'm somewhere different with it. And we're allowed to disagree. Mm-hmm. I think we can still be civil. And uh, I don't think her intent was to, you know, embarrass us or, or to, sh- to, to shame, shame. <laughs> to shame us. <laughs> Shame. Yeah, see, and I think I think our if I remember correctly, our conversation wasn't necessarily about we weren't like demonizing teachers unions and things like yeah. that. We were talking about more of how the money is appropriated and sent through the system. Yes. And how him donating that money may not even get to the schools. Thank you. About how, you know, how all that works. So we were talking about more of the politics mm-hmm. of it as opposed to, you know, teachers teaching and all of that. We we didn't really yeah. I don't think we demonized we, teachers we, necessarily, we, but we talked about teachers unions yeah. and how they are not necessarily the best thing because yeah. a lot of it's political. Yeah. And we and we also read that uh there was a book that had like a long feature I think we read mm-hmm. like, from about New Jersey from Forbes or something like that where yeah. yeah, it talked about this guy writing a book where he was following uh one charter school and one other school and mm-hmm. how the dysfunction in that school system, even though it was the Mark Zuckerberg yeah, thing. Yeah, the Zuckerberg thing. How Zuckerberg gave all of that money to the New Jersey Wasn't school like system. like a hundred million? hundred million, yeah. yeah. To the New Jersey school system, and they wasted all of it. Mm-hmm. And the dysfunctionality of the school system, the the laws that are enacted, and the teachers union. And so mm-hmm. uh, that's where we were coming from. Right. You know, we started some, some graphs and some charts, some data. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? And so, you know, we don't have to argue. Mm-hmm. I think it's just we're in two different places. Yeah, agree to disagree. Yeah, we agree to disagree but mm. this brings up an important point man is that you know number one we heard her out that's number one yeah you got to hear somebody out man on the internet people we can't we have to stop looking at the internet like it's a it's something separate from reality mm-hmm. it's actually an extension of reality all right so there are people who will reach out to you and if you blow people off on the internet like you know what fuck you all right they that's no different than saying fuck you to somebody's face all right because right. it shows you're not listening. You're not paying them any attention. You yeah. think what they say they have to say is not of any importance to you. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I take all the, the stuff in. I mean, I, I say things on here that I think we probably piss people off every week saying something. I'm sure we do every now and then. But, you know, hey. Hey, what up? Would you tune in if we said the same <laughs> shit everybody did? Right. I don't think so. Right. You know, so, you know, you know, we evaluate her intent. We don't think she had bad intent. No. We think it was actually good, you know. And, uh, you know the bullying thing you know number three thing i was going to say i learned is, is is don't get bullied and i don't think her intent was to bully us no. you know we weren't afraid to respond we're not afraid to to engage and i think from there you can actually make some progress right and so you know we want to thank her for writing in on the comments uh i'm sure we got people now who are listening on soundcloud you know get in no comments man you know let us know what's up word <laughs> I got like two more joints, man. All right, two more joints, man. And you know, this is this is a real episode, man. <laughs> and of uh, everybody hates print. And uh, this other situation I want to talk about is um, with the guy. I think I told you. Um, gosh, what was he doing? He was basically like, look, he he appeared on my Twitter a few days, a few weeks ago, and basically told me that I shouldn't charge up and coming rappers for features that I do that I should basically be doing them for free or I shouldn't do them at all. Mm. And uh, for shame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You talk about I want to wag the finger at somebody right, for shame. Yeah. I'm, if he could see me right now, I'm wagging my finger at this guy. Like, Hey, shame on you, buddy. Right. You know, but um, 
you know the conversation you said you had seen it on twitter mm-hmm. a little bit of it where i was like so do you go to work for free right and he was avoiding the question mm-hmm. and it, it hinted at something eventually i was questioning he eventually said you know and i was like i noticed that you follow a lot of nba players on twitter mm-hmm. um is it why is it okay for them to get paid for the craft before artists not to mm-hmm. long story short he basically admitted that he felt like they work hard we don't oh we can't compare any artist to any nba player or any athlete because they work harder than us and they're more talented than us oh and he just admitted it okay and so my response to him was okay well if that's how you feel then fuck you and everything you stand for word hey sometimes you gotta do it yeah at that point you know what where are we gonna go with this conversation right do i need to convince you that my work is worth something mm-hmm. do i need to if you were a fan and you really cared about the survival of the art you would understand that all artists need to have multiple streams of income exactly especially if that's what their is that's if that's what their income is right. is their art yeah right. like like far be it from me i mean and no matter what argument he would use on me about like it's not right. You're corrupting the art. You should you shouldn't be charging. You should do X, Y, Z. Every single argument he used would not I mean, would apply to him as an employee mm-hmm. to say that I'm corrupting art by getting a check for it is saying that you're corrupting your labor by getting paid to go to work. Right. What's the difference? There is none. The only difference is that you think that art is something that's fun not worth anything mm-hmm. but you think that athletics is and you think that your labor at whatever you do for a living is real work while we just fuck around smoke blunts and we accidentally came up yeah i mean we talked about this i think a couple couple weeks ago when we were talking about dating uncreative people how sometimes they don't view what we do as actual work you know yeah. when you're on tour you're on vacation kind of thing yeah. you know what i'm saying and it's it's real messed up especially if you want to be an artist if you're trying to do what we're trying to do or trying to do what we're doing, then you have a very fucked up view of how you view what your aspirations are. Like, why are you aspiring to be something that you don't think has any value? Come on. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> none. None. Like, it makes why, no sense. Yeah, why would I have gone through all of this if I thought it was not worth anything? Right. That makes no sense at all. Yeah, but it's perfectly okay for someone to go to college for four years Mm -hmm. under the assumption that they are investing in their future financial security. Right. But God forbid an artist sleep on couches, eat shit, pay for all of his things in in order to do the same. Somehow it's different. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't think it's really different. I think it's just people's perception. And uh, I know you've dealt with that like via email guys like hitting you like, how dare you? Right not do this feature on my record for free telling you that you should do something for free on their project that they're going to get paid on mm-hmm. yeah they ain't giving it away for free no no they're not giving the record away mm-hmm. and even if they were they would still be able to leverage your name exactly to get more ears and eyes on it yeah which that is why ha- i'm doing the feature in the first place that has value right and so we have to stop looking at things in such a linear way like and, and i'll give you a perfect example for the people out here who don't uh understand the behind the scenes of this and and we'll say stuff like that to artists like us like you shouldn't be charging why don't you just give him that beat why don't you just give him that verse why don't you just do this for free why don't you do this show for free why don't you drive a i had a song i did with a guy from colorado a producer named just say please Mm -hmm. now i didn't know much about him i just knew his beats were dope Mm -hmm. you know and i was like yeah i can write to this this is fire Mm -hmm. i write the song 
song comes out really dope mm-hmm. um he's like look i got this there's this uh label based in denver who's interested in licensing the song um to which they would go try to get more opportunities for it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying more licensing opportunities and they can promote and push it through their label um how would you feel about that i was like cool with me as long as i retain my writer share of the publishing mm-hmm. i'm cool with that because and i've you know and i've already got paid my fee for doing the song right. so i'm not expecting any royalties for the song playing on right you know on spotify or him selling records i'm not expecting that this song is now my number one song on spotify mm-hmm. it's called long term mm-hmm. this song is like huge in germany like overseas this song is popping i had no idea I did I, I, I did the same thing with him that I do for everybody. Right. And I think that protects you. But you don't know. It, it's not fair to say you can't charge a, an up and coming artist because they're up and coming. Right. Up and coming is just can change overnight. in this Exactly. Industry. Heck yeah. You can be up and coming last month. This month you can be charting on Billboard. Yeah. Nas was up and coming at one time. <laughs> <laughs> you were up and coming. Yeah. I was up and coming. Yeah. Everyone we know, Atmosphere was a, a hot new artist at one point. Yeah, exactly. So how, how do you say, am I supposed to tell the future, say, you know what? I think you're up and coming, so now I'm not going to charge you and do this for the love. Right. No, you have to maintain and put a professional system in place and know that there's going to be people out here all the time who try to make you look like you're wrong for charging for your product or service. Mm-hmm. But these same people wouldn't go ask anyone else who had a, a product or service that wasn't art to work for free. And as an up and coming artist, you should learn from that. Like Come at on, some man. point I want to be in the position where I can charge someone to be a feature on their record. You yep. know what I'm saying? How does, how does print go about doing this? How, what are the steps that, you know, that are required to make this happen? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I would look at it. That's how I did look at it. That's yeah. how I always looked at it. Come on. Man. It's weird, man. So, you know, you gotta, we have to deal with that in a way that I think some people don't mm-hmm. because we're more connected. Right. We're more connected to the promotion of our products and services. We're connected to the fulfillment of orders, mm-hmm. you know, and retail. We're connected at every level. You come to our show, we actually take your money, swipe your credit card, hand you the CD. Right. We don't have anybody else doing that. Right. Right. And, and as such, we're more um, we're more vulnerable to the critiques of the people who mm-hmm. may not see the full picture. Right. And it can give you the feeling that like some people hate this part of it so much that they choose to disappear. Mm-hmm. There are people who the guys you don't see on Twitter, the guys you don't see on Facebook or Instagram. It's not because they are, 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 are you know, they hate the Internet. Mm-hmm. It's because or they don't know how to use it. It's because they don't know how to engage with people. Right. They don't think it's worth the criticism mm-hmm. for not being perfect that you ultimately will get. Yeah. And sometimes like I mean, sometimes it's like. That's why I have to get away from it sometimes, because at times it is it does become overwhelming. It does become a lot to where you just got to sit your phone down, close your laptop and say, fuck Facebook for a week. You know what I mean? Sometimes you do have to because sometimes it can get overwhelming, especially if there's someone coming at you as an artist or coming at you as a human being. Sometimes you just got to say, let you got to let that shit go. Yeah, let it go. Yeah, let it go, man. And, uh, you know, one of my fourth thing that I want to talk about and what you just hinted on is like as you're responding to people or you're choosing not to respond to people always think long term Mm -hmm. always think long term in terms of where is this response gonna go if this person has their mind made up that my art so so in that last example if this guy has his mind made up that artists 
art is not worth anything, then what use is it for me to try to argue him out of that position? Right. He doesn't support my art by his own admission. He doesn't think that artist's art is worth anything. And he doesn't think I deserve to get paid by any means that he doesn't sanction. Mm. He said, why don't you just, why don't you just live off your record sales, man? This is what he said to me. I said, first of all, who are you to tell me what to live off of? Right. You know, it's not your position to tell me what I should, what, what's a, a good way to make money as an artist, you know? You're going to tell a guy who paints, you know, it's good to paint, you know, canvases, but don't do any murals. That's selling out. No, <laughs> he gets to decide what the fuck he wants to paint and how it works for him. Mm-hmm. You know, shit, doing features has made me such a doper writer now. Yeah. It's made me a better writer. Right. You know, but that's, that's, that's I, you know, that's besides the point. But it's, it's dope that people think that it's a one way thing that we're taking. Mm-hmm. No, there's artists that I would love to collab with, but they don't even have social media. Yeah, true. So many legends. They don't. You can't even get at them. Can't even get at them. Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, there's cats who know who we are, but we don't even be in touch like that. We, it, 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 it's something where we have to deal with this, and we got to know. Okay, well, however I'm responding to this conflict or whatever, I have to think long term because these people, they're in the moment. Mm -hmm. Some people who are, they just want to get a response out of you. Right. They're emotional about Wale. They're upset that you won't do a beat for free or a feature for free. They're mad that you know you're public about things that maybe make them a little insecure mm. be it your success your following whatever and so you have to navigate that and think okay let me just move in a way that that keeps me on path for what my goals are right. and staying in business making dope shit and, and, and being successful by my own definition right and that requires long-term thought and strategy and uh you yeah. know <sighs> These people are crazy. Yeah. But, you know, we got one more joint. One more. Come and on. this is it. You know, we kind of hit on it, but respond accordingly. Mm-hmm. That's it. When you get in these things, respond accordingly. Don't feel like you have to respond right then and there. Don't feel like you have to have a hundred back and forths. Mm-hmm. You can also say, hey, look, man, you know what? You feel that way. I respect that. I, I, I respectfully disagree. And I'm out. Yeah. And that's all you need. Yeah. Sometimes. I, sometimes I'll tell a cat like, look, hey, man, you feel that way. It's too bad. I'm going to have to block you now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not going to let you troll me into the same discussion every week. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, and you don't fuck with me anyway. So why would you want to follow me? Right. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I'm just going to end this now. But you respond accordingly. Don't feel like you got to drag your feet or you got to be afraid of these people because, you know, they talk about, you know, cyberbullying. They talk Mm -hmm. about all these things. Understand it's a two way street. Yeah. Never let a motherfucker bully you on this on the Internet. Not at all. It's up to you. You you draw the line. You say what your time is worth, and and when and there's gonna be days where fools be on your neck. Yeah, I just had a week, man. Yeah. Every time I look up in the last four days, somebody <laughs> had their foot on my neck, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know what? I'm still smiling. Still like, here. It, it totally can't. It can't fuck with me. That's why I post that Elton John joint. Like, yo, this is my joint right now. Elton John, I'm still standing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they can't fuck with me, man. Word. <laughs> well, you know, that's it, man. Word. That's everybody it. hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is, we did the Everybody Hates Print episode, man. But I'm going to read these off, man. Dealing with dissenting opinions on the internet, man. Rule number one, hear them out. Rule number two, evaluate their intent. Some people may troll you. They may not even want an intent. Don't give it to them. Or, you know, respond accordingly. Number three, 
don't get bullied there's two rules of this internet shit <laughs> either log off you tweet your way through it word <laughs> you know number four think long term and all your responses the person you're talking to may not have anything to gain but you do right um number five respond accordingly you know and or not respond at all yeah because there's no man there's not saying you have to respond exactly you know so uh those are the five tips man you know for when you have a week like i just had yeah sounds sounds like it's been eventful man it's been hilarious man so for those of you who haven't seen my twitter timeline man uh it's a hot mess yeah it's it's funny as but hell, it's funny so uh if you feel the need check it out if not you know and there's a great some great discussions amidst all the tomfoolery mm-hmm. there's some really interesting discussions happening about you know all of this and right. the, the bigger themes on the twitter feed so you know check it out you know check out your boy printmatic <laughs> everybody hates print word uh, up see y'all next week peace peace Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. Huh?